welcome to the GDPR Stand Up Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping you succeed with GDPR compliance. Let's get started. Hey there and welcome. I'm Rocio Baeza and I'm so excited to be continuing our discussion on SARS, Subject Access Requests. So today's episode is part of a series Last week, in episode 12, we talked about what a SAR was. If you are a new listener and you are just uh, tuning in, first of all, welcome. Thank you very much for deciding to listen in. And I would encourage you to listen to episode 12 so you are able to follow along. In today's episode, we are going to walk through what process you need to follow as you are looking to process that SAR. So if you may, you may recall from last week's episode, um, the high level process here is when you are presented with a request. So there are the, the general workflow is you need to acknowledge the request you need to process that internally, and then you need to hold on to documentation to fulfill your GDPR record keeping requirements. We are going to take a deeper dive on that process where we're going to be focusing in on what does it actually mean to process a SAR? What do you do? What steps do you follow? and so forth. And I encourage you to stick around through the end of the episode uh, because I'm going to uh, explain how you can download a free copy of our SARS checklist. I think that this is a great way to visually and tangibly see um, the information that we will be talking through. And uh, I would love for you to get a copy of that. Okay, so the SARS check checklist. So let's uh, set the table here. Let's say you are the lucky one in your organization that received a SAR. So this may be a customer, um, a customer filled in a, a request. They sent it an email and they're saying, Hey, I want you to provide me with all the information that you hold about me and you are the person that is designated with that responsibility and, and, and you don't know what to what to, to do next. So this is this is uh, this episode is specifically for you. So before we cover that workflow pr- process, let's talk about the prerequisites. So there are two prerequisites. In order for you to action this request, you need an intake process and you need a dedicated person or a member or a team to handle this responsibility. So for that intake process, your organization must be able to receive incoming requests. And it doesn't matter how people are submitting these requests. This can be done in person. This can be online. This can be sent in through postal mail or verbally through a call. So regardless of how that request is received, you need some type of intake process so that you can keep track of who is asking for this and so that you understand that, um, or so, so that you can keep track of the volume and you can actually action this. So after you have your intake process or not after, so, Besides that intake 
process, you also need a dedicated person or team to handle this responsibility. This may be you or this may be a colleague in your organization. And the idea here is we want to assign this responsibility to a specific individual or a team so that uh, it's, it's very clear who are who is going to be actioning these requests. All right, so now let's get to the meat and the potatoes of today's episode and talk through what that workflow process is. This workflow is a eight-step process, and it's broken down into three phases. So phase one, you want to acknowledge the receipt of the request. Phase two, you want to process the request. And phase three, you want to file away the documentation for record-keeping purposes. All right, let's start with that first phase. So so say you receive a SAR, a subject access request. What do you do? Step number one, you want to let the individual know that you have received their request and have assigned it internally for processing. This is important because it one, it's a for formality, and two, it's I would say it's a, a courtesy step, right? Someone is asking for information. You want to let them know, you want to put them at ease that, that you have received that request and you are working on it. Our second phase is you want to process the request. So step number two is you want to record the request ideally using some type of tracking tool. Um, and you might be wondering, all right, what should I record? So there are five pieces of information that I would encourage you to record. One, you want to uh, capture who is asking for the request. What is the name of the individual making the request? You also want to record the format of the request. Did this person request this um, in person? Did they go to your store and verbally ask for a SAR? Did they email this to you? Did they mail in through postal mail this request? Did they submit this request over a chat or over a call? You want to record how this request was made. You also want to record the date of the request request this is important because we need to be fulfilling the SARS uh, by within 30 days of having received received it so by recording this you are able to keep keep track of of that and then you also want to capture any other specifics of the request so the in the re individual may be looking for specific information so you want to capture any detail that the individual is making with the request are they looking for specific in information did they make a general request you want to record that and i would also encourage that you record all right what's the internal deadline for this sar so sars should typically be processed internally within 30 days of having received this so now there are some um, corner cases where you may be able to buy yourself more time to fulfill this, but I would say uh, work diligently in, uh, in being able to provide this within a 30-day window. 
All right, so that's step number two. You want to record that request internally. Step number three, you want to confirm the identity of the individual that is requesting the SAR. So if we take a step back, what's a SAR? A SAR is a subject access request. The person is wanting to know what personal information you hold about them. They want to understand what that is. And because a, the, the return file for a SAR is going to be a file with personal data that you hold about the individual, you want to make sure that you are um, confirming the identity of the individual. You don't want to mistakenly give this file to someone else. And I will say that, that it's very reasonable and it's actually allowed for a third party to request a SAR on behalf of someone else. So if that's the case, if you if you are receiving a SAR um, request for someone else, then you want to make sure that they are submitting evidence that shows that, that this organization, this third party is acting on behalf of the individual. All right, so that's step number three. You want to confirm the identity of the person that is requesting the SAR so that you are providing the SAR file only to the person that the SAR file belongs to. All right, for step number four, this is when you are going to be compiling and packaging the necessary information for that SAR file. So when you are processing the, the SAR, you want to be able to pull together all the personal data that you hold about the individual that is held by your organization. Now, you may be overthinking this and you may be thinking, hey, I need to provide all the information that is tied to the person. I need to provide everything that the person is requesting, but your obligations under GDPR is to provide individuals with personal data. We are going to be talking about this um, in further detail in a future episode, the myths or the misinformations around SARS. So stay tuned for that. But when you are packaging that SAR file, you simply need to produce a file that includes all the personal data that you hold about the individual. So the best way of doing this is by referencing your organization's GDPR data inventory. Now, if you've already gone through this process, processing a SAR should be relatively easy. Why? Because you should uh, because by having a GDPR data inventory, you already have a list of the information that would be classified as personal data. If your organization has not gone through the, this process, I highly encourage that you do this as soon as possible or else you might be providing more information than you absolutely have to. And I'm a fan for transparency and providing individuals with information that they are requesting, but you should at a minimum understand, all right, what are your legal obligations? And then if you want to add to that and provide individuals with more info information, then, then make sure that you're fulfilling your legal obligation and then go that extra step and provide anything else that you think makes sense. So 
after you pull this information, uh, you want to perform a QA check. And we're now moving on to step number five, perform that QA check to ensure that the return file includes the following information. So it's a three point, uh, check checklist. You want to make sure that the return file has a confirmation as to whether or not your organization is processing personal data about the individual. So this can be a simple yes or a simple no. Yes, we are processing your personal data or no, we are not processing personal data. Um, the second item here is you want to provide the individual with a copy of all the personal data that you hold about that individual. And number three is you want to also provide a copy of your privacy notice. So I am assuming here that, that, that your organization has gone through that process of reviewing and refreshing your privacy notice or your privacy policy so that it complies with the GDPR requirements. Um, if you haven't done so, then you, you, you need to take this extra step or you need to package that information as part of your SAR file. Okay, and then step number six, you wanna provide the individual with that actual SAR file that you have compiled. So that covers phase two of, of the process. And phase three is finding a way documentation for record keeping purposes. So step no, number seven here is you, you want to save a copy of the SAR file uh, in a centralized location. And the last step in the process, step number eight, you want to go back to your tracking tool and update the status of that particular SAR. You want to record when the SAR file was provided to the individual and you want to record that, that this SAR has been closed out from your end. All right, guys. So again, uh, this is an eight-step process. Uh, just to quickly run through those eight steps. Step one, let the individual know that, that you have received their request. Step two, record that request internally. Step three, confirm the identity of the individual as you are processing the file. Step four, compile and package the necessary information. You want to make sure that you are providing all personal data that you hold about the individual. Step number five, you wanna perform a QA check to make sure that the return file in includes the information that it must include. So all personal data about the individual, a confirm for information as to whether or not your organization is processing their personal information and a copy of your privacy notice. Step number six, you wanna provide the individual with the actual SAR file that you have packaged together. Step seven, you want to save a copy of that SAR fi file inter internally uh, in a centralized location. And step number, six, number eight, the last step is Go back to your tracking tool and record that you have closed out the SAR and capture the date as to when you close this out. If you would like to download a free copy of our SARS checklist, you can do that by going to the show notes for this episode and clicking on the link to download 
that. Um, I, I, I realize that this is something that our organizations are very sensitive about. And it's been my experience that our organizations tend to overthink and overcomplicate the process. At the end of the day, you just want to make sure that, hey, if someone comes to you and asks, I want to know what personal data you hold about me, please share with me that information. You want to make sure that you are able, able to answer that question. All right. I hope that this episode was beneficial. Uh, I invite you to tune in to next week's episode where we're going to continue with the SARS discussion. And I'm going to be talking about my favorite tool for handling SARS. And I can confidently say that most of our listeners already have this tool. And you will probably kick yourself when you realize that you're overthinking things and you can process your SARS uh, using this tool that you probably already have. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the GDPR Stand Up Podcast. If you need additional help, please check us out at gdprstandup.com. Until next time.